Yo guys, welcome to the Bass Brothers podcast. We here with the man them. We got Malik David Scarlett here today. We have Ramya. Alright guys, and it was a mad week. It was a mad week week in the Champions League. Yeah. So we have the representatives here. Okay, you know them. United Chelsea. So we'll start with um the PSG Manchester United game. Ramya. Thoughts on the game, boy? Well, um, excellent game of football. I'm very proud of my team. Um, I, actually, when I saw the when I saw the lineup, I was like, I wasn't feeling that midfield um with Fred and McTominay, but it seemed like he got the plan to work. Um, we're very compact, good defensive shape. It looked like we were playing as a team for the first time in a long time. Everybody was aggressive. As soon as we lost the ball, we were, you know, fighting to get back. Um, Tellez coming in, whipping in some crosses. I mean, we haven't seen that for a long time, and I'm talking proper crosses. Um, even his corners looked dangerous mm-hmm. when they were coming in, so that was, that was a good look too. Um, Bruno captain in the side. You know, I felt I felt really good about that. Um, scoring a penalty. I mean, we know that we are penalty FC, so I wasn't really surprised. <laughs> I wasn't really surprised that we got a penalty. And um, finishing again. <laughs> yeah. Rashford. Rash- Rashford. Yeah, Rashford was good. Rashford <laughs> had a very good day. My yeah. only thing about it was, I mean, he's. I don't know. Sometimes. I wish he was more clinical, at least statistically, with the amount of chances that he creates or the amount of chances that he has. So I find him have to do some work on in decision-making. I think we had discussed this in the last episode or the episode before, as if he had been more clinical, it could have easily been three or four, four one um, in our direction. Um, De Gea was looking like De Gea that oh, just yeah. get just get by and ready to play some football, digging things from all over. Mm-hmm. Um, point blank stops. Um, yes, we look like a huh? Wambasaka. Yeah, I soon get to them, but we look like a serious team for the first time. In a long mm-hmm. time. I don't know if we're going to explore that whole back three thing as a consistent thing or I don't know. But even when we took off Tellers and brought on Pogba and we went to a back four, we were still looking very solid. So I don't know if we can transfer this momentum and um, mentality going forward into the next run of games. Hopefully this is like a catalyst for, for some big results um, going forward. My next thing now is the defending. I thought the defending was excellent. Mbappe, Neymar, sometimes I was forgetting that they were even on the field. Um, True. Every time... Back pockets, boy. Yeah, boy. Twans yeah. and, um, and AWB, back pockets right through the game. Every time them feel like them over in, there's a hard tackle coming from um, Spidey. Every time Mbappe feel like him have a running, 
Ponzibe is right there just to usher him off the ball and him just crying foul and crying foul and crying foul. But I don't know. I felt like, I mean, it didn't feel like we're playing a top European team, to be honest. Because going in the game, it felt like it would have been a lot more difficult. Maybe, I, we, maybe I've, I was underestimating the team, but I felt like it would have been more difficult. I felt like it would have been more difficult and would have had to fight more, but we're actually taking the game to Paris. Well, as I was saying, when um when Ole life when Ole job on the line, United they suddenly come out and yeah, we will be us. I think it was helped out too with um some of the injuries to PSG as well, you know, missing key players in midfield as well. But that is no excuse to be that poor up front though. Yeah, but I was like Ram, yes, I was surprised too that he started with um Five at the back. I thought he would have done the same thing he had done with Newcastle. You know, start with the four-five-one. But yeah, Ole came up with a good plan, and Manchester United came up trumps in that one. So Ramia, after that game, United Champions League favorites. Definitely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred. And even after that performance, I think we can even look at. Even the Premier League title. 100%. Okay, okay, One hundred percent. There's a there's a depth to our midfield <clears throat> that we haven't fully <clears throat> explored as yet. I think mm-hmm. we keep looking on the men like, oh, Maxamine, oh, Fred, oh, Danny. But when push really comes to the shove, I think if we are organized properly, we can really benefit from the depth in the midfield. I always give Pogba a lot of stick, but he came on and he did really, really well. He did his bit. I mean, perhaps because he was playing a lot more forward, um, he got to showcase a bit more of what he's about. But he, he came on, he was animated, he was holding up the ball when he needed to, he was making the quick passes, he was making the, the pretty passes. I think there was a chance where there was a reverse pass to... So Martial, but I think Martial had fouled the guy before he, he got a chance to, mm-hmm. to get the shot off. So I mean And on the last part we was talking about one Bissaka girl problems too. That clearly yeah. did that clearly didn't, yeah, didn't did not affect feature. him at all. <laughs> improve his performance. Yeah, that, that probably make him better. Yeah. That's that side girl real doing work, boy. <laughs> But probably this so, is a new role for Pogba in the team too, maybe. You know, just to come on for 20 minutes and be my sweat because it seemed to benefit the team more. Yeah. 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 He does, and, and, and he don't come on with the weight of defending. Mm-hmm. So he know he's coming on to change the game. Yeah. yeah. So I think he might benefit from that. Um, I don't like how <clears throat> Danny always getting substituted so late in the game. But... Um, you see, he was instrumental. Wait, was he instrumental? I can't recall. But I don't like, I would like to see him get a good run of games, like maybe 60 minutes even. Um, starting and see how I'm working in the squad. But always <clears throat> at the wheel and mm. Paris is red, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no complaints. No complaints. Right. Top performance from Manchester United. You know, I've, I was on Twitter and I was seeing a lot of things. People are saying that. You um, on Twitter? Yeah. So I'm not following you. Yeah, I should do that. 
<laughs> I, I keep for, you know, the other day I searched for David Scarlett, but I couldn't find him. You must be able to find me, man. <laughs> so, um, people are saying that Luke Shaw makes a better centre-back than, um, than Harry Maguire. What, what do you think, Randy? Now, you see the case with Luke Shaw, I think it's probably like a case with Cresswell, you know, there's a left-sided player, but not like I wouldn't say a centre back per se, you know. Okay. Now I actually think um Shaw, since he do have the pace that he used to have, I actually think he will be more effective at centre back. Because like Aspi, well Aspi now come use PC and going forward all the time, and then continue mm-hmm. to a centre back in, in the back. Same with Ivanovic. Ivanovic too. So yeah. I think um Shaw at centre back is a good option for United actually. Yeah. And, and have Tellez whipping the crosses. Yes, correct. Tellez look good. So, Tellez was actually on, on Chelsea transfer. Listen, I, I actually wanted Tellez. Not Chilwell. But Chilwell proven good so far. And Tellez obviously proven to be yeah. what I wanted at United. All right, so top performance there from Manchester United. Now we're going to talk about the um, Chelsea game, so Chelsea draw blank against Sevilla. Scarlett, we thought about your side's performance, boy. Dead game, dead game, dead game. Um, it was like the total opposite of the game on the weekend against Southampton. It's like Chelsea just try way too hard to defend that we forget to attack. It's too conservative. Yeah, it's like the focus was on defending and not conceding, trying to get a clean sheet. That we forget to attack and we going back to the same problem that we talked about on the last podcast with Mason Mount. Lampard does not drop Mason Mount. And that game, that game against Sevilla, was a game that Zier or Callum should have been starting. Mount is not a winger. I fed up. I, it's not that I hate Mount. I absolutely love Mount, but I love Mount in his position as a midfielder, not as a winger. Mount is not a winger. Um, mm. Besides that, um, Werner had a few chances and he wasn't clinical unlike the game at Southampton. Had some chances that he should have put away. Pulisic looked lost on the right side and then in the second half when Lampard put him to the left, he looked much better. He looked like he looked comfortable. <laughs> and Kovacic should have started the game. I don't think this um Kanti and Jorginho pivot in midfield working. It's clear that Jorginho and, and um, Kovacic is the best midfield pairing that we have. So we should be going with that. Um, Sevilla, on Sevilla's side, Sevilla played a good football, which was expected. Sevilla, Lopetegui did a, a good job with them. It's like they brought the Europa League form into the Champions League. Yeah. And yeah, other than that, Chilwell had a great game. Chilwell was man of the match for me. Chilwell should be starting. Like be a regular starter. And plus, you notice the trend now. Against Palace, we had Mendy in goal, Thiago Silva at centre back. Clean sheet. Today mm. against Sevilla, well, yesterday against Sevilla, Mendy in goal, Thiago Silva, clean sheet. Oh, so we know we know the yeah. formula that working. Yeah. Lampard had to stop rotating this back line every game, having a different keeper every game. We know what working, we should stick with that. Lampard, is, this is not FIFA 21. This is not football manager. Or pace. Well, nobody's played pace. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought there were, um, there were two draws in your group. You still think your side going to win the group? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Krasnodar and Renz are not worried about the game, the away game at Sevilla are going to be tough, no doubt about that. Especially... I'm a group decider, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Especially if fans come back by then too, because, you know, fans being eased back into the stadium now. Mm-hmm. But I think we have 50% um, capacity of fans now. But if fans, like, go up to 50 or more than that, that game at Sevilla is going to be a tough, tough game. Well, we had some other games as well going on. Good. Gets, give some honorable mentions, I guess. So Leipzig defeated Istanbul 2-0. The Madrid game, the Madrid game. <laughs> yeah. Real Madrid was a shambles against Shakhtar. It just fell apart defensively for them. What about your game, Andy? The Atletico game. Oi. Well, um, I, w- I wasn't expecting much. You know, playing against Bayern Munich, you're going to Germany. It's always going to be... An extremely tough game because they are the best team in the world right now in football. Despite losing Thiago, even with Nabri and Sanio, they have so much depth in the squad. They have so much depth to work. And um, the game itself, Atletico's performance, it looked good on the eye, but I don't think it was like it wasn't an Atletico performance, you know. Like I think we should have probably defended more, sit deep. We tried to actually match Bayern. Which we created chances, yeah, but um, Ban overall were very clinical. The midfield was very strong with, you know, Gretzka. Kimmich, Kimmich was fantastic as usual, pulling passes. Lewandowski had our own game, but from Atletico standpoint, nah, we, we went about it the wrong way. Um, I would have loved to see our consolation goal. Jao Felix was the positives for for us was um, Jao Felix was good in the game. Uh, let's see. That's probably it. Yes. <laughs> Thinking about it, the midfielders were okay. Um, um for the it was the first goal. I think the one Coleman score. Yeah, Felix was the cause for that goal, because he pulled out at the fifty-fifty with Kimmich. That's and, true. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> and I think yeah, yeah, when they're playing by, and you can't be that weak. You had to go into them challenges. You can't be jumping out attackers like that. Because yeah. it will cost you, and it did cost him. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And then um, the line, too. Like, everybody was up in the line, and Trippier was back and played him on side. And uh, Coman took his goal really well. Um, the second goal, that was which one? That was the oh yeah, that was the Gretzka goal. That was a nice um, team goal. I think that was a counter attack goal. Yeah, Bayern were very little on the counter attack because Atletico were in decent areas up top. And the turnover, the turnover was mad because Bayern midfielders, they just put that ball over the top and you have PC players running on the ball. They were mad. And that goal from Tolisso, the third goal, Oblak could have done nothing. I think he could have done better with, let me see, I would say probably one or two of the goals, but that's a little harsh too. Overall, we went, I'll just summarize it in one sentence. We went to Munich for nothing. So, yeah, we went to Munich for nothing. Man, sounds stressed <laughs> Yeah, but I expect um, us to come out of the group. Come out of the group? Okay. Yeah. We'll get revenge in Madrid, hopefully. All right, guys. We've come to the end of this Babs Brothers podcast. Remember to like the video and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We hit 200 subscribers the other day. Yeah, so we channel slowly um, growing. 
you know, click the subscribe button uh, somewhere. Uh, subscribe here. or follow on whatever um, yeah. streaming fa- platform it is. Yeah, link in the description. Follow up everybody, you know. And yeah, peace out. Bias, brothers. <laughs>